kind of relieved that you're here. Yeah, you know, it I mean, came, it came, it was pretty dicey. You were going to have to. So if I did, yeah, leave the show and when I and then when the story is actually leaving Earth, right? Um, you got a co-host that you're a new co-host that you're thinking about. Um, I might get a new co-host, but uh, the company is dead. <laughs> Um, because I, I won't go to the post office. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, but I did, you know, when I, I, if people don't know, they don't follow you on, on Facebook no. or Twitter. Uh, Dave almost died this week. Yeah. On, on Saturday, I was walking little Wessie, uh, and um, it was around, it was, I don't know, 5.45, because the Bears were going to play at 6, and the Cubs Sox game was going to play at 6. So I'm like, look, I got to get the dog out. I got to, <laughs> I got to, you know, walk, walk him. So I'm walking down the street, and I see a neighbor, and the neighbor starts talking to me. And we're just talking, blah, 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 blah. And then we hear this loud bang, okay? Yeah. And then seconds later, an instant later, we see a huge tree trunk falling. And it wasn't in a storm or anything. No, it was it, just uh, no, an just old a, tree. Yeah, it was an old tree that our neighbors and ourselves have been calling for 18 months to get removed because it was completely dead and we knew that it was going to be a hazard. Oh my gosh. So it was probably, I mean, the main trunk was about nine feet away from me, but I actually got hit with like the tip, tips of the... Did you? Yeah. So I got like a little, I'm wearing long face. Well, I mean, more importantly, what happened to your neighbor that you were talking to? Uh, oh, he died. Oh. But, but uh, <laughs> okay. No, we, so we both obviously freaked out. So, you know, after this, and you've had near-death experiences, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. You kind of reevaluate your life a little bit, yeah. right? And I think I could have gone on two different paths okay. right, after this. I could have gone the, <laughs> I'm so happy to be here that I'm going to have to do whatever I can to get as much out of my life mm -hmm. as possible now that every day is a gift. Right. Right. Uh -huh. right. Or I went the path, yeah. another path, which I, is the I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the off-ramp I took. The other off the other ramp was I'm going to Portillo's and I bought two huge Polish so I'm like, yeah. screw it. I could go any minute. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, what am I wasting my time eating tofu? <laughs> but, but wasn't it Warren Zeman that said um, on his last days or whatever he goes, enjoy every sandwich? Yeah. That was his last his like his last word. So I love it. So there. Well hey. We're here, we're alive, and Minutia Man is up next. But first, listen to this other fine old pie show. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. I'm just breathing in life. <laughs> you know, when I had my near death experience, when uh, I was on the highway and I passed out driving. <laughs> right, and then I saved and, your life. And you saved my life. Um, I went the other way. Yeah. I have. Uh, I started taking pictures of sunrises. Yes, right. I started, uh, you know, I, I, when when cute little children walk by, yeah. I, I'll i give them a kiss on the forehead. And I'll right. say, you you make the most right. of your life, right. young right. girl. Uh, you know, or... And then they call the police, <laughs> right? <laughs> but then when you get in, when you get in with the other pe pedophiles, you have meditation meetings with right, them, right? Right, exactly. We do yoga. <laughs> uh, you know what I? 
what I love about your sunrises, you know, this, yeah. this new sunsets, found, uh, sunsets never sunrises. Like, you never move <laughs> from oh. your, from your driveway. That's because I'm looking at it at that sunrise. Yeah, but, from on my driveway. But can't you like move a block away to get have another? Have we just met? <laughs> right. Love your sucking up life, buddy. Yeah. Right, well, well, I'm happy to be here, and I'm glad that I didn't croak. Um, it was. I'm more glad because yeah. uh, you wouldn't. The post does office. it really matter if you're dead? You wouldn't yeah. care. But yeah. I, I can't go to the post office. Well, the tree that did this, yeah, is now a stump. Oh, good. It, evidently, the city of Chicago. If you almost die, <laughs> then they'll take, they'll cut down the dead trees. When they but start a, doing the calculations right. in their head, okay, X dollars times <laughs> yeah, thirty-seven. You know, oh, yeah, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. So, All right. Well, I, we got to do minutia because yeah, that's so the we name of the show. Lot, we got a lot to go. Hey, Rick, cue up the "What's Wrong with Illinois" jingle. Oh, you know what? We don't have one of those. Check we, pe- we should get one. Check pet, petty cash because we got to uh, get Vinny. Um, I'm writing it down. Yeah, we got to get Vinny. To produce. Now, instead of what's wrong with you, Illinois, how about something like, they're not always thinking in the land of Lincoln. Okay. Oh, you like that? Okay. You didn't seem to like that. It's not that great. Really? Yeah. But we'll, we'll use it if it'll make you feel better. See, thinking and Lincoln rhyme. Yeah. All right. Well, evidently, Rick, I don't know if you're aware of this, there's people in this country who are a little skeptical about the COVID vaccine. What? Yeah, right. I did uh, not know that. You hear about this? No. So, you know, I guess people have a little problem with getting a 5G chip implanted in them. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's just the first step, Dave. It's just the first step. <laughs> well, it appears you can um, place 24-year-old Oak Lawn, Illinois resident, Chloe Mrozak, firmly on team anti-vax. Okay. Okay. Um, so, here's what happened. Chloe, probably stressed with what's going on. You know, sure. With 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 the the big the stolen election or whatever. Yeah. She needed a vacation and thought Hawaii would be a great destination. Have you been to Hawaii? I have not. Well, she probably thought that I don't know. I'll take in a luau, right? <laughs> right. Or some poi. Yeah. Eat a big vat of poi. Maybe yeah. some spam musubi. Uh huh. Maybe uh, go see Don Ho. Yeah. Is he still alive? Probably not. By the way, has Brent Peterson from Destination Eat Drink ever done anything on a Hawaiian cuisine? I don't think I've seen that. Okay, we'll have well, to well, check with the we'll network on that. Brent. Well, the bad news is that she wasn't vaccinated, right? Okay. And in Hawaii, you know, these liberals, you have to be vaccinated to go to Hawaii. Right. It's um, an island. Right. It's Right. Exactly. <laughs> so you have to show proof of vaccination when you land, right. you land in Hawaii. Well, she didn't really want to get a vaccine, so she decided... Because she's not sheep. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, exactly. Uh, and even though now the FDA has approved it, yeah, yeah, it's still you know they're in the pockets of the globalists. I mean, come on. So she decided to manufacture and forge her own vaccination card. This is the entrepreneurial spirit that we that we love it. You know, Illinois. Uh, and I have a photo of it here. Do you see this? The the um, um, the vaccine. Yes, I did see this. Story. <laughs> okay, a couple of things. First of all, and again, I'm part of. I, you know, I, I've been in the paper game. Why doesn't she just try the horse tranquilizer? It seems to be working for everybody. Uh, it, the de- de- the de- de- wormer. Dewormer. Okay. Yeah. So if you look at this vaccination card, yeah. um, it's not even cut straight. Look at that. Look <laughs> yeah. at that. That's a little sloppy. It's very it's sloppy. Kids these days. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You know, um, I don't know what stock she printed it on obviously <laughs> but i doubt very seriously it was a 57 pound vellum bristol i doubt that too index. yeah it's probably on a crappy 60 pound i mean offset. please um and one other thing here and i don't know if you notice notice this here 
She spelled the Moderna or Moderna wrong. She yes. sold it. She spelled it M A D E R N A instead of M O D E R. Right. M A D instead of M right. O D. Right. right. Yeah. It's like a, more like Madonna. <laughs> Although so, she probably doesn't know who Madonna is yeah. as a twenty four year old. Yeah. Um and you gotta get up pretty early in the morning to fool the the man in Hawaii, right? I so, bet that would have worked here. <laughs> I bet it has been working oh, here, sure. right? Ooh, Fuser. I hear that's a good. I think that's a good vaccine. Um, so she lands in Hawaii, and I guess what happens is is they scan the cards. They're not somebody there. I don't know. I maybe I, I there's not like someone there. Like, anyways, know. they found out that she was. And it's a crime to do that, isn't it? Well, it is a crime. Yeah. And when she came back to the airport to fly home, they nabbed her, they pinched her, and she um, has been charged with falsifying vaccination documents, which is a misdemeanor, and her bail has been set at $2,000. Okay. Okay. Um, so I took the liberty of checking out Chloe's social media feeds. Oh, no. Okay. Um, and especially Instagram. At 24 years old, yeah. is it, right? I mean, yeah, so right. That, I've got kids that are that age. <laughs> uh, and it looks like Chloe has some issues with grammar. Oh, okay. So I uh, went over the last six months of her. Did you find out what high school she went to and call her uh, English teacher? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Excuse me, Miss McGillicuddy. Um, yes, your your teacher, your 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 student Chloe is terrible at grammar. Well, and look at this. In over the last six months, she did not use the proper word form of your you are with the fourteen times. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. terrible. She mixed up. She mixed up loose and loose. You know, lose yeah. and lose yeah. four times. She failed to use two O's for two when she's speaking of being also. Okay. Right? Uh, and she screwed up its and its. IT oh, that's a bad one. And then once. So um, I don't know if she, uh, um, I don't have confirmation, but I'm reasonably sure that she uses the word irregardless too many times. Right. That'd be terrible. So, yeah. so Chloe. Probably a White Sox fan from Oak Lawn, <laughs> Illinois. You know, hit the books. Take take a, a grammar master class. We are recommending community college at least at this point. All right, I have a story for you, which is actually a very hopeful and wonderful story. Would well, you like to hear? Well, that Would goes. You? That's perfect with the new Dave. <laughs> that's right. Uh, this uh, is a story from Wisconsin. Our dear friends mm-hmm. up north. A diver in Wisconsin River found some sunken treasure. When he surfaced with a box of valuable jewelry that had been stolen from another man's home a year and a half earlier, Ed Bieber said he was looking for trash and other sunken items, yeah, like right. people Who do, at the bottom of Menominee River when he found a pillowcase containing a pair of heavy metal boxes. Now, he posted the video on this if you want to go. It's uh, Ed the Diver YouTube channel. Um and one of the boxes was filled was filled with laminated newspaper obituaries. Really, which you know, who doesn't keep those vaccination cards? And the other with several hundred dollars worth of jewelry. Now, Bieber said that uh, a friend recognized the name uh, from the obituaries and stuff, and so they figured out who it was, and they returned the jewelry, and it was like four hundred and six, four hundred to six hundred dollars worth of jewelry, and everybody was very happy. Oh. It was a happy story. Oh. But here's the thing that got me excited, yeah. Dave. You know where my wedding ring is right now? Dad, Dad, haven't you lost a couple of them? Well, okay. You know where my second wedding <laughs> ring is right uh, now? Um, 
It's in an ocean somewhere. No, it's in the ri- it's in this river. Is it really? Yes, it's in the bottom of this river. Where were you on? Because I went camping? tubing with okay. my sons, and there were snakes and stuff, and I had to keep hopping off of the the inner tube. Yeah. And one time I hopped off the inner tube uh, to rescue one of my boys who got stuck in the tree. Yeah. And when I came out, I had no ring. And it was in the middle of a river with snakes. I was like, we're out of here. Yeah. And I remember the look on Johnny's face as we were going down the river. He's like, Dad, you know you're dead, right? I mean, we can't go back to the we can't go back to the campsite. You, is, is there a witness protection I mean, program? You have no chance. You're not going to survive. When Mom finds this out, you're a dead man. And so I made a deal with the boys. I said, "Look, we're not going to lie to her, but you know, we don't need to bring it up, point it out. Right, 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 right." And I think Sean was like. You know, six or seven yeah. years old at the time. So he can't keep a secret. Right? As, as we're pulling up, you know, where they were going to pick us up with the tubes at the end of the river, uh, the first thing Sean said was, Dad lost his wedding ring. <laughs> but now I can call, what's this Ed guy's the, name? Ed, Ed the Diver. Ed the Diver. Right. Ed, well, he does this for fun. Do you know, exi- well, so it's a one ring, so it could probably have migrated. You didn't put, you didn't have it in a metal box. Obviously. No, I know it's not going to be easy to find. But I think if anybody can do, do it, it at the diver, I wonder if he can also find the my sisters and my baby teeth that I accidentally left on the blue line. <laughs> I don't think that's really his specialty. <laughs> well, well, he might, he may know somebody. He probably travels in the same circles as those people. But if he finds this ring, I can send him to the Atlantic Ocean, and he can find I'm my all, right. my first ring. And yeah. then uh, I can send him to like the uh, recycling dis- uh, district right. where my third ring accidentally fell into the recycle bin. He can look for it there. He can go to the University of Illinois where I lost my ambition. <laughs> Maybe my hair, right? Didn't your virginity? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, Dave, uh, we have so many more things to do, but I know you wanted to tell me about a review that you found. Uh, HBG. HBG, I love HBG. Yeah, um, here's uh, his or her, or maybe some, you know, we don't want to get gender specific here, right. obviously. I found this podcast because it was a top 10 history podcast. <laughs> really? Problem is, doesn't have anything to do with history. <laughs> I liked it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. We're a top 10 history uh, podcast? At, at one point, we must have been. We're not anymore. I don't know if they changed category after... Maybe the you know, they're like flaw, flaw, <laughs> yeah, flaw. Right. So, but evidently, at some point, we were a top ten history. Po- Can you imagine somebody like a Stanford professor? Because <laughs> you know what, we're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, uh, recommend that my students listen to this history. Yeah. Just take any top ten hot podcast and, and write a term paper on it. Uh, yes, they talk about Hitler and penises a lot. I've noticed that's history. All right, it's time for another feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we dip into the Rick and Dave archives, which are vast. And sometimes we read things that we've written. And sometimes, like this week, we highlight a a former guest that has Mm -hmm. appeared on the show. And celebrating a birthday this week, our old friend Carmen Fanzone. Good old number... 23. Okay. Uh, he was, he had it before Rhino. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he was on our show and it was a great conversation and probably my favorite part of the conversation. And there are several great parts, but it was when we talked about Joe Pepitone, oh, yeah, yeah, remember yeah. Joe oh, Pepitone yeah, sure. 
And this is his story about Joe Pepitone. Here we go. Yeah, he uh, he was a distinct personality. He was uh, <laughs> he was Joe Pepitone from probably the day that he was born, and he still. <laughs> I just saw that he just turned seventy seventy eight. I think he's a year older than me, and he had a wonderful career. You know, mm-hmm. he just. Uh, um, when I think of when I think of Joe, you know, I just uh, it was of course his his hair pieces and stuff are legendary. You know, right. they, he used to. Um, he wouldn't go out to the national anthem, you know, because he didn't want to take his hat off. And, and then, <laughs> did, you, but, did you guys ever was, like hide his hairpiece before? Or he would have killed you, well, probably. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try that. But uh, and there was one time that he was, you know, that he was catching a pop up, you know, and it was a windy day, <laughs> and he was he was holding his hat down with his one hand and and, uh, and catching the ball with the other hand. And then another 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 time, I remember in the clubhouse. It's the only time I ever saw him in the shower without his without his rug on, and it was just it was frightening. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, a, right. It was, Who's that guy? Such right. a, yeah, exactly. He was such a, a a vain guy that he was always suntanned. You know, I mean, he probably even went to you know tanning salons. You know, but he was so he was so dark. But then, without his rug, his top of his head was completely white, just yeah. like stone white. Just <laughs> never saw the light of day. Exactly right. You know, he looked like uh, looked like a ninety year old man in the shower. You know, but with his with his rug on, he was he was Joe Pepitone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is great. By the way, it's episode twenty five of Minutia Man Celebrity Interview, and it's out there if you want to listen to the whole thing. It's really good. <laughs> He's got some great stories. He was even as a cub hating kid that I was. Yeah. I always loved Carmen Fanzo. Yeah, he was a musician. Yeah, how can you not? Right. He's got stories about hanging out at the Tonight Show right. and Johnny stuff, Carson. and and lots of cool stories. So uh, if check it out if you if you get a chance. Uh, but Dave, we have more show coming up. What do we still have coming up? Give me a one sentence um, I'll give teaser. You a, I'll give you a one word: boobies. Okay, uh, mine is confession of hotel cleaners. And that's going to just gross you out. That's coming up. Uh, We also have a celebrity story and so much more. Stick around. I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm going to show you my doodle. Can you see my doodle from where you are? You know who else? Walter Jacobson would doodle. And his doodle one day was close to my doodle. (laughs) uh, So you've seen his doodle. Sure. Uh, He's seen your doodle. He's seen my doodle more than one day. Back to you with Howard Sudbury. And Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an OPI show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. Uh, you like boobs, right? You know, Yeah, I love them. You know, Golden Winnebago's, Tontos, yeah. Hooters. Yeah. 
<laughs> you love boobs, right? I do. I do too. Oh my yeah. God, so do I. <laughs> we have something in common. You know who else likes boobs? Every man. Well, 13-year-old boys love <laughs> oh, boobs. Oh, big right? time. Last Wednesday, I don't know if you saw this, you know, the Little League World Series is being played right now. Yeah. The tournament. Yeah. Uh, and last Wednesday, during a nationally televised game, the camera caught two players who were waiting for their game, you know, that the... You know, the players for the next game are kind of hanging right, out right, you know, right. in like the grassy area in yeah. the outfield. And they're waiting for their game. And one kid had a phone, you know, <laughs> and showed this other kid a picture on his phone. Yeah. Right. And the other kid goes, you know, you could see his looks. Right. Like, oh, my God, look at that. And then the camera was able to pan that the first kid was showing a picture of a woman fully clothed. OK. But who had <laughs> ample structure, if you know what I'm saying. OK. <laughs> uh, and I stopped the video uh, and made a screenshot here. And, hold on. Let me, can you see that? Here, let me turn my computer here. Uh, look at the reaction of the kid on the left. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it's pure astonishment. He's like, oh, my God, those are the best things ever. Right? So um, you know, that's pretty much yeah. the story right there. And the announcers, I, I haven't heard the announcer. I don't know if the announcers really even addressed knew, it knew, yeah. what, knew what was going on but it reminded me of a story one of the first stories that i or times i ever saw a i think yeah. called girly mags uh-huh. you know yeah do, do you remember your first oh story? absolutely um well the one of the first i mean i don't know nine or ten or whatever and my dad rest god rest his soul for 40 plus years <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna get in trouble for this uh had him under his mattress did he really? Yeah, he did. He, well, yeah, he had like one or two under his mattress. My parents slept in separate beds. Okay. Which I think maybe now I know why. <laughs> um, but what I remember was that it was not a colorful. It was. I don't even think it was in color. I think it was like an old 1950s black yeah, and like white. Like a nudist uh, magazine it was or just something. Like, it was, did you ever see like, you know, quote unquote porn from like the 50s? It wasn't even, okay. you know, maybe... You know, maybe uh, pressed here or whatever. And I remember looking at this, and I stole it from his mattress, and yeah. I showed my buddies. Right? Yeah, sure. Jamie and Paul, and uh-huh. and I go look at the look what's in my you know dad's mattress. And Jamie goes, "That one sucks." Yeah, hey, right. well, take a look at this right. one. So he runs into his house, comes back with like a 1974 whatever. Yeah, Playboy. Uh, no, or it was something. a Wii. Or oh. what we used to call it, a Wii. <laughs> right. Wii, that's right. Remember the Wii? Yeah, and I forgot about that one. Do you one. remember those? Those were... Those were pretty graphic. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Exactly. And I remember thinking, even even at that age, I was like, I've got to tell my dad about this. <laughs> he's, he's, he's unaware <laughs> that there's a whole new color world out there that he's unaware of. I have two, I have two quick stories. Uh, so my first one was at Zare. This is like a, like a d- department what? store. It was called Zare. Yeah, but then they turned into Venture, and then yeah, they turned I into think Target. So. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But uh, my friend Stu and I, when we, we were like eight, nine years old, we would go to Zare, and they had Playboys way in the uh. back. And one of us would stand guard on the aisle, and the other one would go in and just like really quickly open up the beer. <laughs> <laughs> And then and then run back and all right your turn yeah and then so you know what so my question what is standing guard what what are you gonna do you're a nine year old yeah. kid alert alert <laughs> alert <laughs> put down the- uh, but then the other one is my dad too he he would buy this magazine called uh, Neue Review uh, which was in Germany okay. is when that we lived a new in review? Germany is that, yeah 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 
how'd you figure that out? <laughs> God, you're, you're bilingual. bilingual. Yeah. Um, but he would uh, get this magazine. But it, that in Germany, they have magazines that have like real stories. And then, uh, and then you know, like a, a whole girly <laughs> section. Yeah, yeah. What? Okay, yeah, this is tax, you know, tax breaks for the, <laughs> right. uh, uh, you know, and then there's the nudie lady, and then there's something about the weather. And But my dad, he didn't hide them. They were right. just like on the in the house like on the coffee table and stuff because he claimed he was reading it for the and i was like 13 i was like oh boy you know even in london there's the page three girls yeah it's in the newspaper and actually in germany they do the same thing they have them in the newspaper so at some point you you get desensitized to it but uh well i think america got to start doing it because no one's reading newspapers you know, you know, that might be there's again an idea. another marketing idea that just flops out of <laughs> you our. Just keep giving them free yeah, ones. Yeah. We got to start charging for these. All right, I have a story that's going to gross you out. This one is uh, "Confessions of a Hotel Cleaner," and and this is the Mirror in in the UK, okay. the uh, the newspaper. They are doing a series of confessions from workers in various different industries, and this week it was about. Uh, uh, you know, hotel cleaners. I'm going to run through this uh, just so you are ready for this. All right. I'm employed by an agency and normally clean hotel rooms or private houses. Some of the things I've seen would turn your stomach. For example, we use different colored cleaning rags and mops depending on where we're cleaning. So in theory, things like uh, that we use to clean a toilet won't be used to clean a kitchen. Uh, but in practice, Cleaners get it wrong all the time. Toilet rags are used to wipe down food preparation surfaces, bedside cabinets, and so on. Likewise, people use spit to clean things or use the wrong chemical like using a glass cleaner on a kitchen surface. Another thing that commonly happens in hotels is that the rooms are never as clean as you think they are. For example, if someone stayed only one night in a room and the bed sheets look fine, we don't change them. And and the same thing with vacuuming or cleaning the bathroom. If it looks all right, you won't do it. One trick is to spray a couple of bursts of glass cleaner uh, in an otherwise unclean bathroom. And if the room smells right. like that, well, well, when, you know, it's like putting us in charge of cleaning. Well, well and <laughs> so when this is years ago, I mean, this is right out of co- right out of grad school. I was living with Michelle, and Michelle had a job, yeah. and I didn't. I had four or five months of glorious unemployment, <laughs> and. One of the things I was supposed to do was to clean the bathrooms, right? Yeah. So all I would do is shine up the chrome. Mm-hmm. You know, shine up the chrome. And like you say, spill a little in the corner and you're golden. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, but it, this gets darker, all right? We also saw we see some horrifying things. Members of my team have found dead bodies when they went into cleaning room. And after the police have been gone, they're expected to go in there and clean like nothing happened. Uh, but... We also see the aftermath of people losing their grip on reality, which has been happening a lot lately during COVID. COVID. I've seen rooms with urine and feces smeared on the walls with messages written in blood. And again, you just get your rubber gloves on and you clean. The overall worst thing I had to clean up, this is really gross, a bath full of dead ducks in the height of summer after they've been getting ripe for a few weeks. Some of them had exploded, which was pretty messy. The previous occupants had managed to catch some ducks from a nearby park. They clearly decided they'd make a good alternative to buying food. They hung them up in the bathroom by their feet in the shower rail and then forgot about them and went home for the holidays. Didn't we? Didn't we? (laughs) Did you pick up the ducks? Oh, crap. 
But so I have no um, punchline or anything yeah, for right. this. This is a public service for everybody. Don't leave your house. Do you? Do you? Re- <laughs> right. Do you remember that hotel that we stayed at with Dane and Scott? And yes, was it Scott's? Not Scottsdale. It was like in Phoenix, right? Was it? Yeah, yeah. That absolute. Oh my god! Shithole. The one across the street from the abortion right. clinic. Yeah. And for those of you listening who may know Dane Blanco, yeah, don't under any circumstances have him pick the hotel because all he does is filter by price, right? Just filter right. by price. I think it was like forty nine bucks right, a night, right? And, and the, <laughs> it was, and I remember having to change the room like three times because there was just well, just and I found toenails, yeah, like yeah. oh yeah, yeah. god, and, and the pool. Remember they had a pool, like oh look at a right. nice. Oh, you can't go in there. It's, broken it's a well, broken there, pool wasn't there like a tree in there or something there was like a big tree branch oh, in there. it was awful Damn. all right it's time for another feature a random name pulled out of rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities mixture collection selection assemblage medley assortment variety time now for celebrity potpourri with rick and dave so uh this week uh, we've gotten uh, a nice message here from peter s um and here, here's what it says. It says, you probably don't want to tell death stories every week. Come on. But when I heard that Ed Asner died, I thought, that guy's been around forever and Rick's been around forever. I'm sure their paths crossed at some point. Am I right? A uh, couple of points here. One is, how old do you think I am? <laughs> well, we just talked Wait, about He it. was 90. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, come on. Yeah, you're not 90. What? Yeah, I, yes, I covered him in the late 40s when yeah. he was with uh, Second City or something. <laughs> Was he um, Second City? Yeah, he was one of the founder guys oh. of Second City. He's got some Chicago roots. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the answer to your question is no. I never met him. Huh. I never met. I met a couple other people from the Mary Tyler Moore show, including Mary Tyler Moore and and yeah. Valerie Harper, but I never met Ed Asner. But I think his performance as uh, the old man in Up oh my God. Was is great. unbelievably right. great. The, and that, that first 20 minutes of that movie... Oh. The, the, I, yeah. I just ball like a baby. Yeah. Um, those Disney, was that a Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. Some of those are just absolutely. Well, Toy Story. Is Toy Story a Pixar? That's a Pixar yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, now that Lila's off to college, Toy Story 3 is just. By the way, when we, we finished taping today, I'm driving up to uh, DeKalb to pick up Sean for the Labor Day weekend. No. How's he? Is, is Lila coming home? No, she's coming home next weekend. Okay. For Dad's birthday. Oh, so uh, wow! And then yeah, you only turn fifty-eight once, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's only if you don't get hit by a tree branch. Well, didn't you go home for like your mom's fortieth, fortieth, fortieth to surprise her? Wow! Yeah, and I can say this on this podcast because my mom will never listen. Yeah. Um, Sean's gonna come home for her eightieth, which is in November. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm 40 years older than this kid. That's I'm exactly 40 years older than. Lana. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so let's talk about uh, if people want to find Minutia Man Celebrity Interview because we we play little clips of it here, but it's its own it's its own podcast. It is, um, and it's available on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, but it's also yep. available everywhere else. It yep. can be on Google, Schmoogle, iHeart Radio. I mean, I think literally everywhere that you enjoy your podcast. And we've got a new one coming this week. Uh, and we are interviewing Maria Breeze. Right. Maria's an actress, a uh, youngin. Yes. She, yeah, I mean, she's not, she's got a kid, so she's not. Right. She's in her 30s, right, I think. Yeah. Um, she was in Shameless. Right. 
Uh, and she, me- very memorable. Yes. Role. She, she very memorable. <laughs> yeah. Right. Honey, I'm yeah. doing show prep. Uh, she's been, I mean, I'm looking at her IMBD page and there's got to be, I don't know, a yeah, hundred. done a, yeah. a ton of stuff. She was in New Girl. She was in, like I said, Shameless. And she's got a movie coming out uh, where she is the lead called Teachers Watching, which is going to be on Netflix. I think she said November. Yeah. She said. yeah. And, and she also is like a, a, a movie, mogul now. A movie producer. Right. So we had a great conversation with her uh, about, um, well, about everything. Yeah. So check it out. It comes out later this week. Uh, special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a God willing. If, if Dave doesn't get hit by a branch with a brand new episode of Manushaman. The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get Minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times and Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Sam. I'm Kimmy. And it's Tommy. Check out the Ant Friends two-hour primetime 100th episode special. Woo! Featuring... A t-shirt gun shooting out a shirt with our famous catchphrase, oopsie-daisy. I feel like I got the short end of that stick. Do you want to do, do you want to read the... The can... Ant Friends two-hour primetime 100th episode special! All right. Listen to Ant Friends on... Apple Podcasts. Opishows.com. Or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Uh, that's it? Yeah. Thanks. Okay, we can sign out now. <laughs>